Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. I am not above it. I once forgot my brush when I was. I went away to do a gig, and uh, I found a plastic fork in my room, and I combed my hair with a plastic you fork. Do what you do, like a white do trash you Ariel. You know, <laughs> well, get this stuff. Isn't it neat? Get it out of my room. Get it out. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am low grade Francis McDormand. I am ready to become. Is it a luddite? Is that the word? The person that just doesn't want anything to do with technology. Yeah, I want to be that. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't keep up with another TikTok. There are there are people on on Clubhouse actually telling people, if you believe in your dreams, they will happen. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Also, I don't believe in my dreams, and I'm doing okay. So you know, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't believe in your dreams. I think don't. I'm I'm such a believer in negative thinking. You I need really, to yeah. start a clubhouse I, for negative thinking. We've been told at an early age to believe in Santa Claus, believe in the Tooth Fairy, believe guess in what? the Easter Bunny, and All guess lies. what? <laughs> it's your lies. abusive father it's the whole time. The whole damn time. Yeah. Guess what? Fuck but there off. are people who sit with a straight face are saying, "Just say out loud, you are already a star." I'm like, "This is not how it works." <laughs> you know what? I say you that. Need to unzip your pants and say, "This, this now I'm now. a star." <laughs> you know what? I've been trying that, and still nothing. Still nothing. <laughs> well, nobody's same. fighting. We're still Literally. in the basement. Well, you I have know. to. You have to believe more. Wow, we are coming in hot today. Can you coming feel in it, hot. kids? This has been like been like just like. Wow. I can't wait till the show starts. What's going to happen when you get to Laura Bell Bundy Shabundi's house? I don't know. I, w- I worked with a guy whose last name was Shabundi, and I always called him Shabundi. Laura Bell Bundy Shabundi. That was my favorite song in the Music Man when I did it in Fenwick High School. Everybody that was you? loves Shabundi. God, that was good. Thank you, everybody said so. I wish that they made you do that as a monologue before you started rehearsing for it. Like, okay, you guys, we just want to get Shabundi. into... Right. You know, the characters. And so what animal just, are you as you're doing? Yeah. yeah do some animal work. you just work. If say. If you were a tree. <laughs> I, I dare you to have a child and name her Shapoopy. Don't dare I dare me. you to have a child. <laughs> Don't. Da- I know, really. Do you, first of all, no no judge in their right mind would give one to me at this point. I'm not making my own. That's no, for damn sure. In this day and age. Because if no. something got in here, it would be like, why is it so spiky? <laughs> Hello? 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 Are those stalactites? I was told there would be nutrients. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only thing she sent down all this time has been whiskey. Is that a Mr. Pib cow? Oh my god. Is that a green Barbie shoe? I like that my uterus looks like the set of cats. It's like someone's like abandoned toy box. It's just like, is that Monopoly money? Oh my god, is that, is that doll missing an eye? <laughs> Still intact. Frankly, at this point, I'd rather use my uterus for storage. <laughs> we need the space. Yeah. Exactly. You need more space. Aaron's mini storage. Basement, basement, basement <laughs> that you have down here. Oh, my God. A vagine within a vagine within a vagine. God, welcome to the room. Oh, you know what? I'm going to get the welcome out of the way right now so that the people will understand Who this mystery voice that they keep hearing in the background, the sultry tones. So, welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, to Dear Pod, we made it! The Comedy Advice Podcast! 
I'm your host, Michael Dukakis. And I'm Tyne Daly. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Oh, can I hear it? It's going to play at my funeral. Wow. Yep. <laughs> And this week, like all weeks, we are laying out the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're oiling them up and we're mm. relaxing their muscles and we're slowly oh, inserting our... We're, we're yes. just we're slapping them, flipping them up, rubbing them down. We're reading the articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby, damn it. And if you haven't already gotten on board, then I can't help you. But I can a little bit. You should follow us on your social medias at Dear Artificial on your Insta, your Twitter, your Face. Why, we have a website, did you know? Where every last article is is compiled for you to just go from one to the next to the next. That's DearPodOfficial.com. I know, for free, nighty free, unless you become a Patreon subscriber. And then you get all the news all that the you goodies. want. Oh, we should send them dick pics, I'm just saying. Not mine. Start airdropping them, baby. Right. Patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial for all of Patty's assless chap photos. You know what? Three dollars a month for that? Come on, you can't beat it. Five dollars if you want jewels as assless shot. chaps. I know. I'm That's just saying. That's one fifty per cheek. And that oh. mystery voice that you hear is a very is special guest here. We have someone joining us, fully vaxxed and ready to fuck. Yes. <laughs> very excited. Now that we all have had double shot, 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 we're ready to invite people into the ranch. So this week, we have a special guest with us talking all things Anne and Abby. This guest is an actor, a director, an author. You've seen him on everything from Billions to NCIS to Molly's Game to Demi Lovato's La La Land video, which we have to discuss. I'm very excited. But you know and love him best as the shady defense attorney, Maurice from The Wire. Please welcome friend and sex pile, Michael Kostroff. Hello. I bring those people with me. I uh, just, yeah, I bring them along. You do, oh, it's I like, thought you meant Demi Lovato. I got very no. excited. Oh, oh. Your street cred increased no. with me. Oh, God, don't say that. <laughs> no, no. No, that's not true. Not true. Don't tempt fate, Demi. No, no, no. You are doing right. the secret. Every day of your life, you're Every manifesting. Every day, it's just a different secret. <laughs> you're the master you... manifester. Or is it masturbator? I can't remember. Manifester. So man- we have you in. The yes. ranch Now, when today. I said vaxxed, it was not the COVID vax. I just hope that's clear. Oh. That, yeah. Oh, that's no. fine. What did yeah. you get? Polio? Yeah, for smallpox. Or, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, I don't know what my COVID status well, that's is. Just good so you know, I, I probably should have mentioned that. There are smallpox oh. blankets in this <laughs> very good. room, so yeah. I'm glad that you're vaxxed Came for that. Came with the house. Good. Good. Yeah. Why can't we get this in a shot form, like in a, in a liquid get shot? What? Oh, oh, yeah. This, this, this COVID vaccine. Booze it up. Uh, where are you Moderna or are you Pfizer? Because it's going to depend. It's very personal. Uh, no, oh. I, I, <laughs> I was the one shot Johnson Johnson. Oh. At least, but here's the thing. I never had, met I one had, of you. I had no arm pain and I wasn't uh, no nothing the next day. So I think they gave me water. I really do. It's possible. Yeah, I, you're I think the it was test a, dummy. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm the placebo guy. Okay. So we'll, this is if anybody's <laughs> guess what happens to the, <laughs> the four of us after this. Good luck. It's like Russian roulette <laughs> with your life. <laughs> you take your chances. Placebo. We're all gonna die of something. I'm a Moderna point. girl, and I don't mean to brag, but wow, Patty and I got taken out by that second yeah. shot. Well, I didn't have Moderna. Oh well, oh. you're. Oh, that's right. What did you have? I had the the original Sears. 
often imitated, <laughs> never duplicated Pfizer. Did oh, you? Oh, Pfizer. I told you about the Sears that we got in an abandoned Sears. <laughs> yeah. My jewels got a Kenmore instead of a Moderna or a Pfizer. I, I love that. Two-year so warranty. Two-year warranty. So we're excited to have you here Thank because you. this week's theme in honor of yourself is television. TV. I've, 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 I'm familiar. You've, okay. you've done some work. I've done some work. You know, whenever you walk in a room, everybody's like, oh, it's that guy. That, it's that guy. guy. Where do I know you from? No, that that's thing? Not, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're not Nathan Lane. <laughs> I um, did have somebody once ask me for John uh, uh, John Lovitz's uh, autograph. Yeah. Oh, wow. They said, can I get your autograph? And I've been asked for my autograph. So I was like, sure. Yeah. They're like, Mr. Lovitz, I'm such a fan. I'm like, and I'm not John Lovitz. So thanks. I, I, I should have just signed, signed his name. I should have just signed his name. Yeah. yeah. My friend used to look like, oh, who? who's the guy who played Ducky? Pretty in pink? Oh. Uh, John, uh, John, John, John Cryer. Thank you. God bless you. My friend looked exactly like John Cryer. So, of course, Present when I met day him. or Ducky Day? Ducky Day. Like the best John Cryer. The so hottest good. John Cryer in my impression. I mean, interpretation, but uh, yeah, he he used to go and sign autographs as John Cryer. Why not? So there's a girl Why break out there. People's hearts? I mean, it could be framed on her wall, and she's like, "I remember the day I met John Cryer," and I'm I'll like, "No, forget. that was Joey Goldstein." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. So the poor Joey. man's John Cryer. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna be reading articles today about television oh, good. and whatnot. But you know, you know, we'll dip in and out. We'll have a discussions, and we're gonna get to know more and more about the prince of television, Michael Kostroff. Is that a chin-up bar around her neck? No, it's just... Um, just a stick? Yes, this is roughly the size of the chin-up bar that I could handle. <laughs> That's how my upper body... I'm I'm atrophying now. Like, there's parts of me that... Sure. Because I'm sure. Francis McDormand in Nomadland now, I'm just going to walk into Aren't a field all, and let though? myself fall apart. Are I we... can't care this much anymore, you know? Okay. Um, I thought it was a Coke spoon for sure. I yeah. wasn't going to say oh. anything. All right. I need more than that. Yeah, well. I need like a tablespoon of cocaine at this point. Oh, you'd be great on cocaine. Wouldn't I? No. I mean, I'd be no. so such a relaxing presence in a room, wouldn't yes, I? Yes, I could tell by the text this morning. I'm just a cool girl. I'm just trying to be a cool... I'm just like, I'm so laid back. It's like whatever happens, happens, you know? And I just go with the just flow. With yeah. I couldn't imagine if you were with me this morning when I found out my car was... Uh, had a massive flat because your text messages were so aggressive <laughs> and I was like I'm trying to figure it out and meanwhile I'm yelling at this man I'm like Aaron wants me to go, to go do something get the guy that understands me and okay. leaves me in this abandoned garage for the record Patty had a flat tire this morning because he parks his car in Fallujah apparently and these people treat it like it's a battering ram and every time, every day there's something wrong. They scratched it this is wrong, that is wrong, they breathed on it, I don't know, but you keep going back because you're a masochist Correct. And uh, so he texts me, he says I have a flat tire about a half hour before we're supposed to start and I was like "Mm." (laughs) let me if I were there, Patty, that thing would have been changed, and you actually would probably be driving like a Lexus at this point. I can crack the whip. By the, I'm so very you, terrified. Aaron's, Aaron's like, well, you should, you should, uh, do you have a spare? I'm like, I, th- I think so. I haven't had, I, I, I'm sure. You don't know. I, I okay. do. I, I did. <laughs> and the, so I'm, I'm like whipping everything out, because of course it's like so well packed, because it's a new car. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, everything in my cars you set off like, the flares just so like you know <laughs> but organized so i'm ripping and like aaron's texting me and marcus is texting me and i'm whipping everything out and i'm waiting for the guy to come back up he's like no 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 i'm like i don't know what you're saying <laughs> so i'm like trying to figure out how to God. you know like crank up my car 
And then he comes back and he comes with some machine. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, what are you doing? Get me somebody. What was the machine? And like a Froger machine? Was it like uh, sprinkles? <laughs> We're just going to do an EKG while you wait. He's like, <laughs> I've got it. I've got it. I have a machine. And then I felt like I was in um, the movie Christine because I'm in this. I'm So they, they take you up and they leave you in the middle of the floor, which you can't access other than the um, the car elevator i've seen this movie this uh-huh. is scary. and so he leaves i'm like are you fucking kidding now i'm dressed like the kid in christine after he's been possessed by the car i'm wearing all black i've got a leather jacket on and then as i'm about to change you got my your car tire, hair too yeah. this is yeah i'm about to like crank up my car my stereo turns on and i'm like this is the part in christine <sighs> where christine kills what was me. the song though it was, some, it was something from Little Mix, so it's okay. different. Okay. I don't even know Little Mix very well, but I'm like, who the fuck? And I thought it was my phone. I don't know what it was, and it was my car. And I'm like, this is, why is my car radio on? But it's like one? Christine 2021 with a Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah. Yeah, and like hip-hop the, the gay Christine. Yeah. <laughs> like when it's like, is, did you say you like Christina what, what, better than what? Britney? Oh, and then into the car. <laughs> I have to say, as, as like not the most macho guy in the world, changing a tire is like one of the most like macho King Kong feelings I've ever had. I've never changed. Well, because you're just a little lady. I are not though. Well, thank God, all of our sexual politics are in the perfect spot That's right, for this podcast exactly. today. I, am, I mean, didn't you feel like like I did that? Well, I started, and then he kept interrupting. Once I was like, uh, once I had a plan. First, it was like, where am I? Where do I go next? Right. Um, he kept interrupting my train of thought. So I'm like about to, the, I got the car up and he's like, no, no, no. And he leaves and gets the EKG I got machine. A machine. And he comes back and he takes the thing Calculator. out. And he like, he pumps it up and then he leaves. I'm like, so he's filling up my tire. And I'm like, you're going to blow out my tire because you just left while it's filling up. And I'm like. Okay. He, so then, he started like the air and then he walked yes, away from it. Correct. Is he my father? He walked away my father's from me done so many that times. Before. And each time it's like I'm in the movie Room <laughs> where he comes in, he sexually assaults me, he leaves, I can't get out. Where There's is no this window. Garage? <laughs> this is yeah. Why is there a rolled up rug like, in what your back? Fuck. See, did there a child in there? <laughs> That's my child in the glove compartment box. I know how to get you out of here, son. And then I'm like, okay, so now what? He's like, well, now you. I'm like, I drive this myself. So then you have to. I've never driven my car. I like how the imaginary person never finishes the sentence. He doesn't. <laughs> because he doesn't. He actually doesn't say anything. So then he brings his phone out for a he voice translator. He knows all the best vowels. Yeah, I know you. He brings the voice translator out of oh, his no. phone. And I'm like, oh, this is not. Because I am so irate oh, right now no. that it's like, shit, get me somebody. And he's like, oh, okay. Like, I'm just. Oh. <laughs> he brought voice translator. Yeah, so he's like, I he's like, he's like, speak into it. I'm like, Ugh. I'm literally just like, I'm about to like claw my hair out. So he speaks into the voice translator. But he he's translating. Oh, but he's like, only saying, no, oh, no, he's only, he's, which I think translates into, oh. no, he only wants me to speak into his, so oh, he geez. knows what I'm saying. So it's like, what? shit, get me somebody. But you had the visual aid. Flat tire. Right. And I don't like, need I don't need to speak the same language. And he's like I'm like well he like shows me. Now you're like, walking. The first thing the is wind. he takes me, shows me it, gets in the garage and closes the door and goes back downstairs. I'm like, but I Oh my god. Well, what am I supposed to fucking do now? Then he goes and he parks the car, does something, comes back up. That's why it took so fucking long. I'm like, if you leave me one more time. I'm gonna rip your balls off and mail them to wherever now you that's want to live. Well, you could have ripped his balls macho. off and use them as a tire. I guess I could have. You know? 
Let's talk TV for a minute because I am a TV addict. Uh, Patty and I were raised on television. Mm, uh, no parents, just TV. As somebody who is chronically working yes. in the television arena, yes. are are you a TV watcher? I'm like, scared of this question. Oh, see, I gently, I'm you going in. You should be scared gently. of my follow-up question. Uh-oh. Oh, go ahead. I, you know, I don't watch the right things. That's uh, <laughs> House Hunters International. Yeah, kind of. I mean, no, I mean, there, there are... I've loved Ozark and I've loved uh, love Ozark, you know, and, I, and I've loved uh, uh, Dexter and, you know, I've binged great shows. But then I always end up watching Idol, uh, Drag Race, Chopped. I don't know, hear like... anything bad in anything you've said. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, I mean, I... You're in a safe space. I mean, <laughs> I should be watching shows that I might appear on. Um, but why? No. You already know what happened. I guess. I, yeah. I'll... I'll t- does everything need to be studying for you, or no. can you just like you gotta? I'm very lazy. I really am. I'm a very lazy actor. I don't prep much, and I don't. Uh, I, I haven't studied much. That's the truth. That's oh. the key to success. That's don't it. Don't try. It. That's the secret. You found it. That's gonna <laughs> when, be your now. Next I don't book. have to write the book. Right. Yeah. So when you were on Knots Landing, did you study? Uh, was I? Oh uh, no. <laughs> Wait. I forgot that I was. Excuse on it. me. I forgot that I was on it. Was Wait. I on it? What year were you on? Yes, you. Were. Let me tell you what. Patty is Rain Man. When it comes to all things television and culture, just not parking. Standing. He's not Rain Man with parking. What? How huh? do you not remember being I'm, on the set with Joan Van Ark? I'm very old. I don't remember Knots Landing. Isn't that terrible? Like I've, I've become that obnoxious person who goes, "Oh, I've done so many jobs. I don't remember." But you <gasps> have done so. That, much. But that was a long time ago. Well, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> as someone who's watched <laughs> nearly every season, I was like, oh, "Yeah." What did I play? <gasps> I really don't remember. Did I have more than one line? I don't know. Yeah, as ha- someone whose IMDb page requires a two-finger scroll. I, that's another, you know, another I euphemism, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> she gave me the two-finger scroll and sent me on my you were way. You orderly number one. See, that, that's why I don't remember. Because I, it wasn't substantial. 1992. Enough. How do you not remember 1992? I, that was a great year remember. for Chokers, Lisa Loeb. <laughs> it was a wonderful year. <laughs> I lost my virginity, finally. Wow. landing. Yeah. Um, what is... The favorite TV show you've done? Like, is there a show that you got on where you're like, I've binged this and now I'm actually in this? Um, I, well, I, I binged The Wire after the fact. So I didn't, when I was on it, I didn't know that it was good. Uh, <laughs> but I, no, Ignorance no. is bliss. No, it's really good. I mean, that's really, I'm a fan of the show. If, yeah. Most people well, are. It's so, so fucking good. Um, I can't think. It's it's only my third cup of coffee. I know we're gonna gently ease into the questions um, with you. It's okay. No, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, deflect and answer in a different way. I, I the, the job I couldn't believe getting was the producers actually, which is not a TV show, but the the, the Broadway musical, the, the, the tour of the musical. I was like, I can't believe this is happening because it. Did I, you just love it? I loved every second of it, and oh. also I've been like a late bloomer all my life. I was 41, and it was my first big show ever, and mm-hmm. I was like. I can't believe this. I can't believe Mel Brooks knows my name. How long were you doing it? I did it for a year. Wow. On the road. I loved it so much. And that was like, that was like a big, a big life goal check. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. You are, he's a star of stage and screen. Oh my God. It's like interviewing Uh, Angela Lansbury. Very, I get that a lot. Just with better legs. I get that that so often. You'd be surprised. (laughs) Um, The, 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 the one that was the the weirdest and most wonderful in its own way was Banshee because I I don't know how this happened. Um, I did an audition. I got a straight offer, and I played a guy with long hair, scars, neck tattoos, 
I was snorting coke and smoking and drinking and hitting on Amish women, and I got to wreck a casino. And was Johnny Depp not available? He, I, I really, I, I said to the producers, <laughs> "Why me? People, there are people who do this." You know? Wait, why? Why did everybody just gloss over hitting on Amish women? That was the as first part scene. of the list of the things that he he got to do in this role. Well, it was just a yeah. It's not about the tattoos and the smoking. It's the fact that you get to hit on Amish women all my life. And all you've been just my waiting. Life. You're just like. Just waiting for that. Just send me a girl with a bonnet and the ability <laughs> to raise a bond. Because nothing gets my blood rushing like that. Then we the both Amish. shave in the mirror in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> no, I Call love, me I love Ishmael. I, mean, I, I, love, I love that one. And I said to them, why, why did you cast me in this? They said, we don't know. We thought it'd be fun. I'm like, okay, great. I'll never get to do that again. And did you have fun? It was so much fucking fun. I got to be dead underwater. It was like, like it was like, like, you know, every 11-year-old boy's dream that thing, well, except for the Amish women. For the being yeah, dead no. underwater. It's fun. <laughs> oh, listen, that's fun. Every kid wants You get to go that. in a pool in a suit. Come on. That's like, great. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, my God. Is there anything currently on TV no. right now that you're binging that you're like, I have to get in on that? Oh. Aside from the Woody, well, Woody Allen documentary. No. Uh, <laughs> I really want to uh, do Mrs. Maisel. Um, however... Mm-hmm. My attraction to this woman is borderline dangerous, so I'm a little nervous. Maybe that's why they haven't let you on <laughs> the might, set. No. Which one? Uh, um, 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 you know, Rachel Brosnahan. Uh, yes. uh, no, it's I, dangerous is the wrong word. That that could be misinterpreted. But I, I would be very nervous around <laughs> but her. But you heard it here first, I, ladies and gentlemen. I'd be very nervous around her. I hear she's wow. very lovely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very nice. I'm a big binger right now. Anything that Netflix puts in my path, I'm binging. Tell me and what. Uh, well, right now I just finished binge, binging. This is a robbery, which is this. It's a documentary, four part series, which I love about the uh, the heist of the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston. Oh, I was going to watch that last night. I love it, and I'll tell you why. Because first of all, I'll watch. Like my parents, if it took place in Boston, if they were like, we filmed in a toilet in Boston, we will watch it because we'd be like, I know that fucking toilet. (laughs) I've been to that toilet, kid. We have this like overly excessive pride for any movie that's ever been filmed, (laughs) anything that's been filmed there. But uh, what I love about it is that like, if you know the story of the heist of this thing, this happened in the 90s. And who doesn't? And who doesn't? I mean, everybody knows that. But when you see the the documentary, it's the most... Boston heist that could ever happen. I mean, first of all, the fact that it's Isabella Stewart Gardner and it's an art museum. I mean, the whole thing is just loaded with accents, but it's also like two chaches were running the the security detail who looked like Beavis and Butthead, and they were like, I, I don't know, I just he looked like my cousin, so I let him in. And then they're in there hanging out for an hour and a half. They took all of this art, but then if you watch the documentary, it's like, Oh yeah, then um, yeah, Ricky gave it to Bobby, who who took it up to Portland with Mark, and then Marky took it from Portland to Connecticut to give to Joey, um, uh, which is O'Sullivan. Yeah, that's the one. And uh, Patty Patty McOhurley then took it to fucking Philly. Bonker. I wouldn't be able to watch this. You have show. to watch it. Just because that would be like get to the point. Where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> but where is the art? I guarantee you, the it's at like we left it at the Hop in Boston. You can find it. I think it's by the kegs. Where are you from originally? New York City. You're born and raised. New, New York. Oh my God! It's like finding a unicorn. Yes. Where in New York? The Upper West Side. 
Oh, look oh. at you. Yeah. You have lived hardcore in New York your whole life. In the 70s, And yeah. now, where, where are you in the world? You're sort of floating in oh the Oh, my moment, God, right? pick a place. I, I, I went to L.A. for a while. I now have an apartment in L.A. because <gasps> I didn't want to be cold. Oh. And there's no theater. Uh, yeah, so, so run far, far away I, to the place so where you can actually work. My, my yeah. You're my so policy LA. has always been like li- live where you're the happiest unemployed because that's mostly what we do. So wow, right then what now. the hell am I doing in Jersey? Uh, no I've been meaning to ask I did you. Not, I should have read your book before I bought this house. <laughs> this is my an God. intervention. <laughs> um, no. So this week we have articles from Ad Landers and Dear Rabbi that are television related. We're going to read these articles and then you can pipe up, pipe in, pipe on. <gasps> do you want to start us off, Petwa? Sure. Do it. This is from the Times Recorder, Zanesville, Ohio, Friday, January 26, 1973. Dear Abby, you get lots of letters from football widows. How about putting in good, a good word for some soap opera widows? Julie and I have been married for three years. I used to call her every day on my lunch hour, and on my days off, we used to go around and see the sights. On work days, I'd get off at 5 p.m. and come home to a clean house, smiling wife, and a good supper. Not anymore. For the last five months, I've been coming home to a messy house, a TV dinner, and a wife with tear-stained face. The reason being, she watches soap operas on TV all day long. I can't even call her on my lunch hour because she's in the middle of one of those shows and she doesn't want to miss even two minutes of it to talk to me. I still love my wife, but it's getting to the point where I hate to come home. Please print this. Maybe Julia will see it and realize how I feel. Signed, Soap Opera Widower. Dear Widower, And what if she doesn't see it? A message as important as this should be telegraphed right over the home plate. Tell Julia how you feel, mister, and the sooner the better, or you'll be starring in divorce court in real life together. Oh, she's she's coming in. She was like, I loved divorce court. I watched that as a child, and I was like, this is my future. (laughs) Good luck, Jules. I'm taking you to TV to divorce you. Didn't you love divorce court? No. Oh, come on. It was so good. It's a disillusion of... No. Come on. Oh, Divorce is funny now. if it's on TV. Come on. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> uh, that is the most 1950s article I've ever heard. I come home to a clean house. Now my wife is watching Knots Landing starring Michael Kostroff, and she can't get shit done. I Do we still have soap operas? Surprisingly, yes, because yes, I auditioned for one recently. Ah, there we Which go. Which one? And I wanted to... I, Oh, signed say? an NDA? Don't remember. Well, there's only two of them. Uh, oh, what, what are we, what, a guiding what, light? What, no, guiding light is gone. So what? what are, what's on? I think it's One, one Life to, to live, live or Gen- Genital Hospital in Santa Barbara. Or... Did you mean to say Genital Hospital? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I, think, I think it was One Life to Live. And I, I, my wife and I were working on the sides and we were laughing so hard. I'm like, oh, I really, really, I really wish I'd booked it because it was like, pull yourself together, Rebecca. Oh! It was like, it was like, Isn't it amazing? You've been through a trauma and you've yet to deal with those feelings. I was like, you know, some sort of psycho doctor who was also in on the plot, on yes. the plan. I was like, oh God, I want to book this so bad. That's probably a spoiler for somebody. I just probably did a scene. That oh, was not well, there goes your NDA. They, they right. spend so much I'll time on, on those characters. And then it's like, okay, now the under five. Can I get you coffee? And like the way it's like is thrown in there makes no sense. You don't know why they're there. No, you just had to tick the box. And and it's like they move in. She's sleeping with the producer. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) I was gonna say the producer's daughter. You went in a different direction, more accurate. I'm I'm trying to, you know, 
meet you at your level today. Much, I'm very we don't have a level. Very good. You know, it, yeah. Then we then go down. Yeah, if you're ner- looking for the level, look it's down. Below. Do you know I was nervous about? I'm nervous about today. You know? Why? Because I listen to your podcast and you're very fucking funny. <gasps> I don't. There's no stop call for that. It, stop oh it. I just took four Cialis. Stop don't it. give me hard. Do I look good? <laughs> Am I thin? Now that you've seen me in person. I'm so nervous. Wow. Well, it's nice to have a super fan in the house today. He didn't say a super fan. He said he relaxed. I'm going to interpret it as super fan. Why don't you read an article? Is he a Patreon subscriber? No, he's not. Um, I want to go back to soap operas. Oh, yes. They do still exist. Yes. Oh, was that it? I'm so glad I chimed in. I'm so glad I chimed in. See, this is what I mean. I'm not up to it. But you've been on one before, correct? Yes. Aside from Knots Landing. Yes. <laughs> so I was on. That's a nighttime That's a night show. Trump. That's okay. different. Uh, uh, I was on General Hospital, worst acting I've ever done, because <gasps> I decided that I was, you know, that it was a soap, so I had to take my glasses off during the live. <laughs> yes. And, and I, what I didn't know is that one, uh, there's only one take because they're very busy. And right. two, it's this close. Uh, and I was supposed to be a recurring role. Francis was never seen again. And so uh, <laughs> You're I, like Dr. Drake Ramore. Uh, that's right. I was, never, I, was, I was the assistant to a psychic, Madame Maya, I think her name was. So that Psychics guy never came need back. Assistance. And then I was uh, uh, a guy who ran a bar uh, on... Um, Oh, God. Okay, I forgot the name of the soap. Ryan's Hope? Uh, no, keep going. Po- uh, 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 Port Charles. Port Charles. Port Charles. <gasps> Um, and I the don't spin off of general. So hospital. I don't, I don't watch oh. these things. So at one point they're having a gathering for Lark. It's her sweet 16 party at mm. my place. And we're all standing around and Lark's family is saying, well, you know, it's been a tough year. Lark's been through a lot. So I figured I'll just nod, nod, you know, because Lark's been through a lot apparently. And a friend of mine who watches the show called me up. She's like, you don't know Lark. Stop nodding. <laughs> You don't know her. Turn turn the fucking show on. And if you own a bar, wasn't your only job to just wipe down the bar? No. That's what all the bartenders were always doing. Cleaning the already clean glasses. I wasn't a bartender. I was an owner, okay? Oh. oh. You didn't get your hands God, dirty. why did I come here today? I don't Because, I mean, oh, well, I don't if know you were a better assistant to a psychic, you'd know you shouldn't have. <laughs> that's right. And that's why you got fired. You had the option. That's my history in soaps. Thank oh, my you. God. <laughs> now I want to be on a soap. I have an article. For everybody in the room. Thank you. That was just a nice transition. Okay. Vocal. This comes from the Press and Sun Bulletin in Binghamton, New York. I went to school not far from there. Mm. Mm. August 2nd, 1988. Off that couch, spud. <laughs> Dear Atlantis, when you suggested that the wives of those jocks sit down with their husbands and watch football on TV, many wives said they didn't have time. Maybe if the couch potatoes got off their duffs and helped with the kids, the laundry, the cooking, and the cleaning, their wives would have time to watch TV with them and there wouldn't be so many beefs. Signed, DBC, Wayne, Michigan. Dear Wayne, right on! (laughs) You scored a touchdown with that one. And that's it. That's all. You know, I, what I really like is the passive aggressive nature of dealing with your marital problems. I'm going to write to the cousin. <laughs> I'm going to write exactly. to Ann Landers. And then she'll tell you. What I to could do. tell you directly, but I'm going to send this and hope that it gets printed in four to six weeks. And then I can slide in front of you when this football season is over. We could have a conversation, but this is the 50s. <laughs> I don't talking? talk directly to my husband. No. I know my husband doesn't read this section of the newspaper at that's all. Right. But... I know. He usually stops at the funnies on the sports section. <laughs> Oh. Leave him a note in his socks. I'm very That'll fortunate that my Jules is not. It doesn't watch, uh, you know, the sports. Oh yeah. But unfortunately, he's gone in the complete other direction. Where I'm like, are you watching Hamilton again? <laughs> Why are you watching old footage from damn Yankees? 
Um, do you want to do another article? And then we'll we'll keep on talking to our special guest here. Hit me. Okay. Uh, do oh, you want me to hit you? No, you can oh, hit okay. me. I have no problem. Would you do? Uh, yeah, open it. Just yeah. Okay. Leave a mark. Oh yeah, I'll put on my class <laughs> ring. Yes. This is from the Great Falls Tribune, Great Falls, Montana, April second, Sunday, nineteen sixty-seven. Sounds so nice. They named it once. Ah. <laughs> Dear Abby. May I say something about the idiocy of television commercials, especially those directed to the American housewife? Do the ad people really believe we are impressed by flying detergent boxes, witches and wands, (laughs) dishwashing powders, and lotions that turn turn into birds flying in and out of the windows and all over the house? Yes, bitch. Yes. The one that irks me particularly is the filthy little boy who enters his mother's immaculate kitchen to be greeted by a loving smile and a powerful detergent. Mother cuts the kid's shirt in half with a shiny scissors, washes one half the shirt in brand X, and the other half in the sponsor's hallowed product. Then the kid skips out of the kitchen wearing the same shirt Mother just cut in half. That's not realistic. It is an insult to the... (laughs) Speak for yourself. (laughs) That's where you lost me. It is an insult to the intelligence of the American woman. Does this rub anyone else the wrong way? Sign nauseated. Wow. Dear nauseated... It must, but keep your set on for even more nauseating commercials, which which promise to combat nausea. Maybe she oh. saw something in her gay little boy and gave him a crop top. Did you ever think about that? Oh, paging Doctor Freud. Here we go. She's like, "Let me fix your shirt. Zip, zip, zip. You'll, <laughs> you'll be a hit on the playground now, Timmy." I I I'm not gonna lie. Every time I have the option to skip ad, I do. However, comma. I do appreciate a good commercial, especially a Super Bowl commercial featuring Patty O'Brien hey. from 17 years ago, which 2007. happened. 2007. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what were you selling? Bud Light. Of course. And it came back for when this I look- year's Super Bowl. That's right. They regurgitated it. Yep. And he got a check for 75 cents. Wow. I certainly love it. when someone... I've known Patrick for about an hour, and I'm, I'm Bud Light's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. I know. When yeah. I think Butch. Yeah. It's really funny when people, they're like, did I just see you? Because- Obviously, not very successful. So when anyone sees me in something, they're like, were you in that Jennifer Aniston movie? Which is funny because, yes, I was. But they make it seem as if, like, I was, was like, you and Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just, like, one of ten people at the party. Do you do a lot of commercials? You must be a commercial guy. Oh, you're so kind. I, I don't do as many as I would like. No kidding. I, I'm just so busy doing television. I know. It's really I know. It's hard, you guys. In between all that principal work, it's, it's so, so hard to fit in a national really commercial. Hard. I get but, it. But I did once see on a, you know, people post, and I, re- I read things when they come up, and somebody on some Wire fan, board, fan page, whatever they call it, said, well, Michael Kostroff's career must really be in the toilet. I saw him in an Arby's commercial. Oh! <gasps> So I typed, you don't know how much that Arby's commercial paid me, bitch. And he's no, like, how did you say, find me on I'm this saying, subreddit? I'm saying bitch a, bitch a lot today. Why is that? It's because it's us. Know. We bring out the worst right. in yeah. you. I'm yeah. sorry. We make sorry. our guests swear it's a Aaron. lot more. It's Aaron. She's very angry. I'm trash. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gutter <laughs> trash. You're like, oh, I didn't mean I'm like, yeah, I know you want me. I don't understand what? where this idea came in. That, like, commercial work is below legitimate actors. I'm sorry, but isn't Jennifer Aniston hawking everything except my vagine at this Listen, point? I mean, come on. It pays a lot on. of fucking bills. I mean, exactly. Avino, well, the are... Smart Water, and then something else, St. Jude's. Like you're a sellout? Else. Like you're some sort of... Well, Wire fans Saint want Jude. us to stay those characters that they saw on The Wire. I'm like, but that's not paying me, paying my bills. Well, right. in that case, I will say, it is kind of funny to see people that are such distinct characters step out of line and try to, I don't know, play something else yeah. like bless her but megan mullally 
we know her so, so much, much as iconic yeah. Karen that it is hard to see her in any other role. Remember when she had a TV show? She had like a daytime talk show. Yes. And people wanted to she like did. it because they wanted to tune in and see Karen as that host. Right. And then when not. Megan was just Megan, which is like the complete and total opposite, it just flopped. Right. Because people weren't like, I came here looking for Karen. We need to send out a leaflet, how acting works, and we'll just explain it to everyone. But that's yeah. why, you know, you get, you get locked into like your your type like jennifer aniston yeah. like she tried to veer off in two movies and people were like i don't like that. yeah you're not okay. a girl who works at walmart like she was in derailed and then she was like cake in cake or whatever they didn't like it yeah yeah she wanted to be like like kevin bacon and, and as an interest. actor i still i kind of feel the same way it's it's like you want you don't have to, to whisper because we're on a microphone is there an agent out there that can hear me i don't uh i don't know what you're like saying. you want to be able to say i can see you as this that and the other thing but i'm sorry like amy adams you're not a trashy bar bitch from boston like not everybody can do everything i thought she was great just because well, I, is this because you're from boston and then you're so yes defensive? yes and i'm like, very defensive do you know how many today? trashy people i know who are actually she's that like you want to know who trash is Aaron mcguire <laughs> she <laughs> should have been tra- opposite mark Wahlberg <laughs> in everything i was the one who stole the isabella stewart condom art 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 <laughs> Well, I, have it, the, I have the advantage of not being famous, so I don't have to worry about having been... You can I, maneuver I, I, easily. I can, I can still move under the radar. From one genre to the next. That's right. But there is no shame in the commercial game at all. That no. shit pays a lot of money. Especially if it keeps going. I don't think I've ever done any other work that has paid as much as commercials. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. Yeah, a friend yeah. of mine, we were both up for uh, a national, like, like a campaign. And, and she was like, oh, whatever. I mean, I'm just sort of going in for this. And, you know... <sighs> I hate her already. Yeah. Booked it. She booked it. Of course she did. She did. <laughs> because she, she probably it. read your book, Audition Psych 101. Which, <laughs> by the way, let's talk about that for a moment. So not only is our, our special guest a phenomenal actor who has maneuvered easily from stage to screen to small screen while selling you Arby's roast beef. <laughs> That's no, I'm hungry. That was me. He has also, I know, we should go to Arby's after this. I'm okay. No, I've got no. the finest Costco wraps oh, yeah. money could buy for okay. $7. Uh you are an author of two books, am I correct? Not you wrote one, one when you two. were on the road uh, with I'm producers? I'm actually working on my fourth, which is going to be published next week. Next oh, year. my God, that's exciting. That's amazing. I, I, I don't know why I cringe when I say it, because I feel like I should have leather patches on my jacket. And the, you do should. not. Like, you're so the opposite of tooting your own, own horn. I don't like it. You you like inhale your own I, horn. I, I, There's no, what's the yeah. opposite of tooting? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> I'd rather not pursue this. <laughs> Burping? I don't. Yeah. I've been burping my own horn since I was 13. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Different. It's perfectly natural. <laughs> and my mother caught me doing it more times than I can't. I don't know why I was watching through. No, I do everything by accident. I, you know, I, I get drafted into these things. I, I wrote a book by accident. You know, I wrote now four books by accident. You just fell into it? Well, you I fell okay. into the notebook? Here's the, here, here's, <laughs> here's the story that you can edit out later because it'll be so dull. Absolutely. But I, when, I went on the, when I went on the road with the producers, I really wanted to sort of bring my friends along. So every time we stopped, I'd write a chapter about like the funny things that were going on in the show and the different personalities and the locals. And, and uh, people started sending sending these chapters to their friends, and they're like, "You should write a book." I'm like, "Nobody wants to read this shit." And my friends yelled at me, so I sent a proposal to a couple of publishers. This never happens. It's like your friend. He goes, hey, "I'm just coming in," yeah, yeah. and they wrote to me. They said, "We want to publish your book." I'm like, "What <gasps> book?" I'm like, so, <laughs> now I have you, to write it. Next thing you know, I'm an author. Uh, 
Uh, and then I wrote the Audition Psych 101 book because people are saying, when are you coming to Tucson? I'm like, I'm not. I'll write a book. So th- th- No that. one wants to go to Tucson. No. I would write a book to get out of going to, to, Tucson. Out of to Tucson. At least a pamphlet. And then I, 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 I co-authored a book with a friend who's a professor and needed to publish. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'll write the book with you. And then I found out that there's no stage actor's handbook. I thought this needs to exist. I wish somebody else would. All right, fine. I'll write it. That's coming out next year. Um, now, what? What's the premise of that? The stage actor's handbook is all this shit that we know that's unwritten, like take the fucking note. Oh <laughs> you know? my god. Like like don't whistle backstage, like no, you can't bring your guests, you know. Unspoken it's, rules um, of the road. All the yes. Unspoken rules of theater, things that everybody knows but 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 nobody tells you until you fuck up. Like mm. the, the first time a stage manager gave me a note, I'm like, I only take notes from the director. And somebody was like, no, 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 the stage manager. <laughs> back up, back up, back up. Undo, undo, delete. <laughs> um, so we've written like a very, very, you know, pompous book called The Stage Actor's Handbook. And we are now getting quotes from very famous actors about all these protocols. Oh, if, there's a better way to ask me for a quote, Michael. Yeah, I I'll, do, I came, I'll do I it. I came all the way from New Jersey, all the way to New Jersey. Well, from, when you from say we... Who's we? I'm writing it with my friend Julie Garnier, who you might know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, who, besides being a very good writer, is the celebrity whisperer. She goes, oh, we're friends. You know, I see her every... Donna McKechnie, I see her every week. She just... She's so easygoing and not starstruck that people yeah. just hang out with her. So we now have quotes from from Patrick Stewart. No! Oh. He wrote one just Don't for our Don't allow someone to heckle you from <laughs> the audience when you're doing a one-man Christmas cow. Never critique a blowjob while it's still in their mouth. <laughs> that's just a good rule of thumb. Oh, you've read, you've read the book. No. <laughs> on the stage and off, that's just, you know, words to live by. Etch that a on a pillow. A little teeth, dearie. <laughs> dearie. <laughs> I don't know where that is. Dearie. I don't know. It has We're all from 1920s today. <laughs> Britain, apparently. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. So when does be, it come out? Uh, uh, May of next year. Yeah. That is right. exciting. I, I mean, I, I swear to God, this is my last book. I really never meant to be an author. It's It sounds very obnoxious to me. What's the audition psych? Because you also teach classes I on do. audition psychology. <laughs> I do. And I know I trust you when it comes to all things psychological. Oh, so yeah, Look at me. I'm, I'm the picture of balance. I know. I feel very safe right yeah. now. I'm very balanced next to him. <laughs> you hear me, Rachel Brosnahan? <laughs> oh, God. I'm so She's nervous so about that coming so out. Beautiful. I'm so She's nervous so about It's okay. They, nobody listens to... to I, have nobody. I have her hair brush. <laughs> She's oh, just really cute. Them. I really need to really correct okay. this. All right. The more it's just getting worse. You're just... This is how you get canceled. Burying um, yourself. <laughs> burying. What do uh, you want to know? Oh, so, oh the yeah, class. The you're, audition psych you're, class you're making, that you you're teach. Making me, you're making me toot the horn. Um, toot it. <laughs> so I, I was always horrible at auditioning. I hated it. I was very shy and weird and, you know, uh, didn't like to present myself in public. So that went well. Um, and <laughs> so I'm going to become an actor. Uh, an actor, because that goes really well. Those two things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are you shy, introverted? Oh, honest to God, Don't like so people? many actors, so many comics. Everybody's shy. Shy, shy yeah. and bad self-esteem. Oh, all I don't know where it all comes I from. I don't know. No one in and this yet, room. And yet you're in show business. I'm what can be the correlation? <laughs> <laughs> Abusive parents, creating actors for centuries. Um, so uh, over the years, I had to sort of solve that problem. And uh, now I teach a class that deals with just the psychological side of the audition process. And That's amazing. The weird shit that we do to ourselves that we don't have to. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's not, I hasten to add, it is not positive thinking at all. 
Yes, Not negative thinking it, all the way I'm, into jobs. Listen, when people say, well, what's, what's your key to your career? I'm like, low expectations. There's no Lowered reason. expectations. Oh, my God, I love these. It's my perfume <laughs> for crying out loud. Lowered expectations. <laughs> That's cool. I, I, like, I, low ex, I like low expectations. Every time I get a job, I'm like, you're kidding. You don't want what? me. Really? Do you ever go up and try to talk them out of hiring you? I've, I've said to my agent, I think this is a mistake. Double check. They're like, we're not checking. We're not going back to double check. They've offered you the job. I'm like, it's an error. Uh, and every time me. your agent goes to re-sign you, you're like, are you sure you want to sure? do this? I mean, I mean honest. I'm not no. that good. I tell my wife that all the time. What? That you're I'm, not that good? Like, I'm not that good. She's like, I really love you. I'm like, I'm not that great. Are you sure? She says, I love you anyway, which is not the best answer, but it's, no. you know. But Lowered expectations in bed. <laughs> Every time he turns off a light, I'm not that great. She's like, I know. We know. Just go. We know. I'm so glad I. Dildo so glad courtesy I joined of you Natalie today. Joy Johnson. <laughs> I have one more article. Crepes. <laughs> All right, Good. I crepes. Don't want to talk let's about get my let's books. get these crepes out of the way, and then we'll go right back to you. Because I'm gonna toot the no, shit out of your horn. I don't, I don't want to promote oh, it's not in that front good of Jim. Of well, he's seen it before. Oh, he's paid God. for it. Okay. Oh, cuckold. Right. All right. This <laughs> comes from the Herald Palladium, St. Joseph, Michigan, November third, nineteen seventy-five. TV addict. I always wait till he's drinking something to yell. This is what I like to do. I once made somebody spit take on my face, and it was like, (laughs) like at the same time, like the best joy and the worst feeling at the same time. I was like, oh, this is all the human emotion. Starbucks come out of my nose. That'd be oh, what a good burn that would be (laughs) too. It's very acidic. So acidic, (laughs) gently. Yes, wipe your nose. Wipe your everything. (laughs) Wipe your ass. I'm going in. (laughs) Dear Ann Landers, please answer a simple question for me. I'm ashamed to ask anyone else, and it's driving me balmy. I'm going to use that from now on. I don't have anything. Absolutely balmy. My husband is hooked on TV. He will watch anything, even test patterns. The minute we finish supper, he runs to the TV, and there he sits until he falls asleep. Sometimes I tiptoe over and turn the set off. The minute the set goes off, he wakes up and yells, Turn the set back on! I was enjoying the show! Will you please tell me how a person who is sound asleep and snoring yet can tell whether a TV set is off or on? Going bonkers! Dear Bonk, a continuous sound can keep some people relaxed or even asleep. When the sound stops, they miss it. Although it sounds nutty, it's true. It's not always easy to recognize love, especially the first time around. Acquaint yourself with the guidelines. Read Ann Landa's booklet, Love or Sex, on how to tell oh, the difference. For a copy mail, 50 there cents in go. coin for a long, self-addressed stamped envelope with yours for request to Ann Landa's P.O. Box 1400, Elgin, Illinois, 60102. Did you say 50 cents and corn? And 50 cents in coin. Oh, in coin. Well, coin. actually, you know what? Corn, too, because <laughs> I love the corn futures. Send I have stock in that. You know, I can make syrup out of it. There's so much. It's such a versatile vegetable. I demand 50 cents worth of corn. My <laughs> corn is very versed. I don't know. Ann Landers said to send her corn, so I just try well, to... low here at the house. Well, I always it... fall asleep with the TV on. It's very relaxing to me. My okay, Jules great. doesn't understand. I'm on, like, my fifth go-round of Grace and Frankie. Because I can turn it on. It's comforting. It is cuts comfort food. It's like Golden Girls and Sex in the City. You turn them on to forget about but them. But am I the only person in this room old enough to remember when the TV would end for the day? 
was, yes. Yes, I think you are. No, going off the air. Well, there was this always, is, you had television back when you were growing up? <laughs> no, there, Star yeah. Star Spangled yeah. Banner. Are you that older? creeps Just me out. Just go straight to... Yeah. I think sometimes it would also depend on the station. Some t- some stations would end. Like, I think Fox used to end. There were only for, three. They all ended. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, okay. Wow. No. He also used to pee in an outhouse on the, the tenements of the it's Upper West It's fine what I did. It's fine. It's I'm fine. absolutely fine with it. Uh, I do, do you remember the TV going off? No. Yes. You do? Yeah, but I think this. I think this is when Fox, which was Channel Thirty Two in Chicago, I think that used to go off. That was like the last one to like not have overnight program. Now Fox never goes off. Right. Oh my God! I wish it would go off for Christ's sake. But that's sake. I think when like that's when I used to watch Studs fall asleep. Oh my God! Okay, we've talked about Studs Remind and whatever what, that what dating. Studs was, was a dating show, and it. Uh, what I'm was sure, the other I'm one? I'm sure I watched it. I don't remember now. So it's like there's some guy, Mark something or other, is like the host. And they oh, bring Mark on, something or other. Right. I can't remember. Some some like Italian chach. And he brings on these guys called studs. And this girl goes on a date with like all of them. And then what towards the end of like the interview or whatever, one of the studs takes their shirt off, which then makes the other guy take the shirt off. And Always? everyone that is on the show is usually like jacked. And this is when I was like... I'm 100% homosexual. Because <laughs> they're like from the international mail catalog. And I'm like, these guys aren't dating that girl. These guys are dating each other. Like, what the fuck? So then I'd wait. I just couldn't go to bed until I got my stud fill. Sure. <laughs> stud, stud fill. Like, Another unfortunate What's what wrong with you? What did I say? It's just like you talking about studs to Michael and just seeing the whole picture. And you just kept saying studs. <laughs> I don't know everything about it. Are you okay? It just got it's me right here. the name right of the show. So Studs was a show with guys who no, didn't I'm, wear shirts. I, I told you I watched I, I watched just inexcusable television. I'm sure I watched it, but I remember I remember that host guy. He hosted everything. He did. Um, Not the could, Mark Summers. No, it can't be. No. He hosted everything. No, he was an Italian guy. He was well, Mark DiCarlo. <laughs> Mark DiCarlo. You are correct. Is, Studs is an American television <laughs> game show that was Studs. produced by Fox Television for local television stations. The series, series premiered on March 11th, 1991 as a mid-season series. And you missed not one episode. Not, not one, one stud. Not one stud Why got by you. Up? It's just that you him explaining studs to you just did something <laughs> to me. I don't know what it was. Uh, did you also then grow up in a time where you had the the rabbit ears on the TV? Yes. And you would have to like your your Tin parents foil. would say change the channel. You'd have to physically go up, and then you'd also have to like hold a rabbit ear. And they're like, "Good, now lift up your left arm. Great, great. Now yeah. look a little bit to the right. Awesome. Yeah. Lift up your left leg. Put some tin foil on the end. You had to put tin foil. Tin yes. foil. I am so excited to. Make you a part of our next segment. Oh my God, I'm and nervous. if you feel the need to sing with us, no pressure, no but pressure. you can. Because I'm just saying that it's time, time for Instagram mail. Instagram mail. We we're invited someone on to. We're talking about studs. And you keep making uncomfortable eye contact with Michael saying studs. Studs, studs. What about your dick? I heard your dick. See, this is why you need to sing with us. I missed rehearsal. Just, you know what? It's it's fine, but just take the note. I'll take the note. Could you take the note? Take the fucking note. Here's a, can I can I actually write a chapter for your book called Passive Aggressive Actor? And this is my favorite. The passive aggressive actor is great because then that's the actor who gets a note from a stage director and they're like, okay, um, Patty, can you be on seven? And you're like, okay, well, um, 
Is that a change? Because oh, I was on God. eight before. Because now I just want to know. Is that that's a change, right? Can I that's tell you change. something? That's in the book. <gasps> seriously, damn it! The other one that's in the book is. Um, I'm sorry. Is that an A flat? In my music, it's A flat. Is that is just? Is, 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 I have perfect pitch. Is it a, an A and? Does everybody else have A? Because that's I'm what I'm hearing. I'm just checking with the whole room. I'm just checking. Check just checking. Because I was singing A flat like in the music. Did Patrick Stewart write that one? He did. I knew it. That <laughs> son of a Such bitch a has been diva. a passive aggressive actor this whole time. Oh, I can't possibly. Uh, was I on seven? Uh, I was working in a garage. So that's a change, right? <laughs> that's a change. <laughs> Back when I used to park cars in New York City. You're uh, supposed to say yes I and. I pretend to be foreign. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> When I was the towel boy at the St. Mark's bathhouse. I used to slap the asses of boys I called studs. And they liked it. When I appeared And on they studs. liked it. If Patrick Stewart were on studs, I would shit. So this week, like all weeks, we are answering oh an Instagram mail question we have actually given over to our guest so that he can also be part of the fun. Amazing. It's Write so to us nervous. with any of your advice questions. Do you want to go old school? Then email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or just slide gently into our studly DMs mm. on Instagram. Mm. At Dear Pod Official. Uh, and we will answer stud. any question you need advice. That's right. For which I'm trying not to end in that, like, I keep ending all my sentences on, like, the wrong, what a predicate or whatever the hell, the when I'm like, anything you need advice for. Ah, I for know which you need advice. Thank you, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yes. You stud. Thank no you. Problem. So we've received one Instagram mail question. I'm afraid uh, you have a flat. This week. <laughs> and uh, we're going to answer it, the three of us. It's very exciting. So so reinflate your tires. And uh, Patty, oh, we do all you want to this? Is that we how that works? All be the okay. answerer of the question. Now, do Patty I have will to ask the to question. Be somebody or else, you or? can be anybody you want to be. You want to be Delilah. You want to be Delilah. Why don't you answer it as Maurice, your character from uh, no, The Wire? No, I don't do that. Oh, look at you. I don't. Twenty years ago, I don't do that anymore. Passive aggressive actor, chapter eight. <laughs> Stay so that's a change. Hand. So that's, that's a change. So that's a change. So that's. Can you please entitle that article that that chapter? So that's a change. Yeah. Because you told me to be on seven, so I just, yeah. I just, I just did it. Yeah. I did what you said. <laughs> yeah. So while uh, Patty will tee us off. Here we go. Dear Pod, my daughter just told me that she has decided to not have sex until she gets married. While I feel like I should applaud her for this, I also want to make sure that she has the best and fullest life possible. Am I wrong in thinking that she should at least test a few cars before buying? I mean, what if she ends up with a Yugo and doesn't know any better? Signed, Oh Chastity. Dear Ochas, yes, it should be wonderful to applaud the idea of young girls in their quest to remain a virgin until their wedding day. It is somewhat romantic and Disney-fied, pure, yet also a terrible, terrible idea. <clears throat> you never know what happened after Snow White went off with that prince, but I'll hang my hat on the fact that she got to sample at least a seven-course appetizer before she did. Ah! <laughs> Look, not every girl fits into a Sandy or Rizzo box. There is an in-between, you know. She could be a Jan or a Marty. In this day and age, when marriages fall apart faster than edible underwear in a hot tub, it is best to get things out of the way before the big day. Like finances, arguments, rules, old boyfriends, and you better make sure as hell that you are sexually compatible. What if you're a red-hot mama that needs it all the time and he couldn't find his way through a fun-sized bag of M&Ms? If you plan to spend the rest of your life with someone, you better know what you want for yourself first. And that sure means sex, too. 
Yeah, marriage doesn't mean you're going to have meat rack gangbangs anymore. No judgment if you still do. But you should know what's on the menu. Hell, all that time spent tasting wedding cakes, you should carve out some time to ta- to try the eggplants too. So many shapes and sizes. You could have the perfect wedding day with doves and horses, but if you don't know what you're getting on the wedding night, you could be more disappointed than Glenn Close at the Oscars. Maybe it's time to blow the lid off the fairy tales and give her the long and hopefully hard of it all. If you did your job right, she just might break her curfew for once. Signed, Abby. Oh, that's nice, yeah. You could be getting half a smarty. <laughs> you don't know. Is that hard? <laughs> That's not hard. Can I get an annulment? It looks like my baby brother. Ew. <laughs> For the record, I don't have a baby brother. Just, just so you know. Okay, just, good. Uh, uh, and, and what do you have to say? Now, signed who? What, he, signed. Said, he said signed Abby. So this could be Delilah, or it could be anyone. It, it could, could be, be anyone. It could be, be signed Michael goddamn Kostrov, yeah, fucking okay. author extraordinaire. <laughs> right. And that's your whole full title. That's a whole chapter right there. That's not even hyphenated. <laughs> That's a whole chapter. Yeah, yeah. This book is getting really, really lengthy. It's really, I know, it's a tome. <laughs> but, you know, you could you could break it up like a Harry Potter series. <laughs> I'm just saying. Who wouldn't want to read that? I'm multiple. More rules. Bring I want on. more. Please tell me what not to do. All right, are you ready? Yes. yes. Dear O Chastity. Oh, O Chastity. <laughs> it's time we put this tired old wives' tale to rest once and for all. No one. And I mean no one has sex after marriage. At least not for more than, oh, let's say six months. Oh my God, I just got it. (laughs) Take it from someone who knows. You doubt me, think back. When was the last time you had sex? I'm betting it was that date was approximately nine months before your sweet little stubbornly determined to stay a virgin daughter was born. I rest my case. There's an old saw that asks... Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Well, what they don't tell you is that after you buy the cow, that very milk that you fantasized about turns sour all too soon. So yes, you're right. Your daughter should not only test drive a few cars, she should look under their hoods, kick a few tires, check a few dipsticks, run them through the car wash, and give them all lube jobs. And you can tell your misguided daughter from me that unless she wants to limit her entire sex life to one quick season of passionate awkwardness followed by an endless desert of bupkis, she should fuck everything in sight for as long as she possibly can. (laughs) That way, years from now, as she watches her stupid fat husband snore and wonders what the hell she was thinking marrying Jabba the Hutt's slightly less disgusting cousin, at least she'll have the memories. Signed, Michael Cosgrove. Actor extraordinaire. Signed, TV's Michael Kostroff. TV's Michael Kostroff. You heard it here first. That was artwork. What is, that's Isabella Stewart Gardner artwork that you just wrote right there. I spent a month on a desert island writing that. I am so, every time he's like, I don't know, I just don't have any stuff. I just wrote it on a napkin. You guys, I'm not a poem, but I just, um, I'm not a poem. I'm not a poetry, but I am. I'm not a poem. See how flustered I am? I'm a song. How can I follow this? How oh, can I it. follow this act? I'm well, going to try. Well, you're going to have to. She goes, well, maybe something like this. <laughs> all right. Let me. I've Luckily, Way I've prepared. Represent. Let me stretch myself. All right. And Aaron prepared. Ready? Dear oh, 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 face. <laughs> I will tell you what I told Woody Allen. Get your face out of your daughter's crotch. <laughs> if Goody Proctor <laughs> wants to save her goodies for one guy, goody for her. Your job as a mother is to be supportive, not drive her to the bunny ranch and say, now nah, let's get rid of that pesky virginity. <laughs> you should be counting your blessings, not her bedpost notches. No sex before marriage means no worries, no teen pregnancy, no STDs, no OnlyFans page. 
I you should start an OnlyFans page. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I personally live by the Estonian proverb, never buy a pig in a bag, but your daughter is different. <laughs> She's a rare breed. According to a recent poll, only 3% of the population chooses to abstain from sexy, sexy time until marriage. While 3% sounds small, it translates to about 10,000 people. 10,000 suckers all crossing their legs and holding their breath. And while the rest of us trollops and whores and mansluts point and laugh, the joke is on us as we spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on condoms and pills and pregnancy tests and spanking paddles and rainbow ponytail <laughs> butt plugs and cherry keggle balls and thigh dildos. Look that one up. If your daughter ends up with a Yugo, she'll be none the wiser as she has never driven a Mustang. Frankly, I've ridden everything from geoprisms to Bentleys, and I finally landed with my jewels, a Dodge Dot. <laughs> but I'm no Mazda Miata myself. I'm like a Saturn. Everyone rode me in the 90s, and now I'm discontinued. The point being, you can take your daughter to the dealership, but you can't make her drive off the lot. Good luck, you old whore! <laughs> and have fun locking a chastity belt. Anne! A Saturn. <laughs> Remember Saturn? Yeah. Yeah. I remember Dodge Darts. It was my first car. My friend only bought Saturns for, to like, she was just like, oh, we're a Saturn family. That's we're right. a Saturn family. Now they're divorced. <laughs> See? See? It's and, a sign. There are people Saturn. who identify themselves by a, a car brand. <laughs> I'm I'm just, a I can't help it. I'm, I'm just a, like a Saturn I'm a Saturn. Girl. I'm a geoprism. Yeah. yeah, you have to understand. I just love Alexa. I'm just a Saturn. What, yeah. what's, what's the one that everybody's buying right now? The, the Elon Musk one? What's Tesla. Happened? Oh, yeah. What's happening? What's happening is a specialty cocktail, specialty drink. drink. <laughs> there goes my diet. That sound you hear in the background is not the sound of my career uh, falling to the ground. No, it's our sound of our jewels creating our specialty cocktail, specialty drink. We Mix sing and up. we drink. Can we terrify you? Let's talk Jim, about studs some Jim, more. Jim, Jim is you know, it, it's, it's the lyrics. It's the lyrics that really speak to me. Like, oh, good. Like, that's, I was concerned that's you were really going to give an interactor note. So I'm glad you didn't interrupt us while we were doing it. Oh, no. I, I feel seen and heard by oh, that good. song. Good. Okay, yeah. good. Is, is he going to do it like that? This is because not a note. Are you, if he's going to sing it like that. over my line? Because I just want to know. Because I just want to prepare. My line continues in my script. Was that cut off Was that? Okay, because... Yeah. You kind of continually jump it, and I just want to make sure that you're not... I, when I did the show like... before, this is just like, this is not a note. <laughs> this is not a note at oh all. My God, like, this, not at all. This better be the longest goddamn chapter <laughs> in your book. I'm just saying. I'm first when in I, line. I, I want an autographed copy. I, was, I came in from the left, and it was like, it, it just, it worked. When I, just, I did this at Beef and Boards... I kind of know what works. The other guy, yeah. he, he kind of would like pick up his cues. Right, right. When I was doing Not it. that you should do that. See, I'm just, this is not a note. When Joyce DeWitt did Mama, is she... Yeah. Came in like right. Oh, and away. a Mama. name drop. I like that. Yes. It's layered. Good. That's baklava bullshit right there. Right. Joyce Dewitt. But Joyce Dewitt. Did she say Joyce Dewitt? So, she yes, a, we do a specialty cocktail here every week. As a fan of the pot, I'm, I'm very on excited. Noom. Can I, uh, can I drink this? I'm, I, look, that bitch Noom, I don't know what she says and what she's going to say about this, but you could definitely experience it. You may not, you know, if you want to. Look, it's just a little shooter. I'm downing that motherfucker. To, yes, because you know what? It's five o'clock somewhere, damn it. And I don't know what's in it. This week's specialty cocktail we're about to tell you was the million dollar movie cocktail. James Jules Ferris's homework.
work is done, and now it's time to turn on the TV and tune in to Channel 9 WOR-TV. Clearly, he was really specific this week in his, his uh, cocktail notes. So for the million-dollar movie cocktail, you will need one and a half ounces of gin, a half ounce of sweet vermouth, a half ounce pineapple juice, a half ounce small egg white, and two dashes of grenadine. Wow, I'm vomiting already just reading this list of things. That's horrifying. So for this, you want to shake well with ice and strain into a martini glass. Now here's Jules' tasting notes. If you grew up in the New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, tri-state area any time during the 60s, 70s, or 80s, I need not explain the million-dollar movie to you. Just know that every weekday I had the option as a young lad to turn on the TV, adjust the rabbit ears, and escape into the worlds of Charles Bronson or travel with Gulliver or try to figure out why Elizabeth Taylor always seemed edgy. If I knew then what I know now, I would have built a mini Maha'a tiki lounge in the basement of my house in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and mixed cocktails for my parents as we watched the opening (laughs) titles scroll. And the best way to enjoy watching movies at home is with a million-dollar movie cocktail created by... Oh, Jesus, I wish I read this beforehand. Get ready for this. Think I'm going to annihilate. Created by... Ngam Tong Boon. You're lying. I'm not joking. Show it to me. Ngam N-G-I-A-M Tong Boon of Raffles Hotel in Singapore. He gave me... A Singapore name to say in this. God help. I've just, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate mail. This cocktail can help turn any one-star movie flop into a two-star. Movie flop. I don't ever need to see that movie again experience. Don't believe me? Make this drink. Watch Ray Fiennes in the dig. Then honestly tell me if you would ever watch that film again. And that is the specialty cocktail, the million-dollar movie cocktail. Raise your glasses in honor of Michael Kostroff. We take a little sippy. Thank bo- you for being here. Ooh, it's so fruity. Ooh, what'd you call it? Like the man himself. Mm. It's kind of like an Alabama slammer. It's good that that guy's name is Ningam. That's what it feels like. It hits you right in the... Ningam! Bong tune! Thanks for Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Tong Boon, Tong Boon. That was going to be my stage name. And then I know. I'm so glad minute. that you pivoted at the yeah, last minute. That's good. Do you, when you first joined all the unions, did you think about taking on a different name? I did because, you know, Kostrov is so ethnic. And then I, I realized, know. so am I. So. You realize my mother said that to me when I joined the union. She was like, you should change your name. It's too ethnic. <laughs> McGuire. And McGuire. Aaron yeah, McGuire. McGuire. I don't want you to be cornholed as an Irish person. Cornholed. Isn't like, that the term? You're like, I've been cornholed so many times. <laughs> you mother. have no idea. I'm in the entertainment industry. That's how you move your way up to the middle. That's right. I've driven every car. I'm off an the extra line. who just got an extra line. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's actually, this is kind of a good cocktail. It's a little bit foamy. She's, a, she's more potent than I thought she would be. She's foamy. She's foamy. Genesee. I hope the people say that about me when I She's die. She's foamy. foamy. <laughs> foamy. She's got that white shit this on her. I just foamy can't help it. You guys, I can't help it. I'm just a foamy, relaxed girl. I'm just foamy. I just, I'm just so just, off just the cuff. Just let it go. Yeah. It's so easy. Such yeah. easy living, yeah. you know? Is there any TV show that you want to be on right now? Like Ozark, that, like I, I would love that cocktail hit you real hard. It just I was like, Let's you talk. asked me that question an hour and a oh, half shit, ago. Did I? Oh, yes. oh my that's how we got into Jesus, the, Mom, I'm stroking. So that's how we got into the Let's maze. Talk about studs. Oh, that's right, that's right. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Show you would like you to be so no one would let me on the set I, of Ozark because I, I would go for I Jason love Bateman. Ozark, that's and I've always wanted to be filmed in blue. Why is that whole show blue? 
because like it's everybody... not a happy show. I know, but it's very blue washed to the point where I'm a bit like, okay, Smurfs. Oh, my mm. Lord, before I forget the what? most important thing, um, I'll go back to speaking about Patreon for a moment. Okay. Uh, those of you, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, to join us for 3 or $5 a month, you get all sorts of special extras, one of which being a shout-out on your birthday. So I have a very special shout-out to superfan slash Patreon subscriber, Rod Anderson. Let's hear it for Rod. Yep, that's about right. All right that Rod. is a perfect dear Rod. <laughs> Rod. Rod rhymes with stud. Rod was on studs. Rod. 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 R U D D. Oh, okay. You said Rod. I keep saying Rod, and you can't hear it. Say I Rod. Have headphones Re- on. Repeat after me. Studs. Rod. There you go. Rod Anderson. Happy birthday to you, sir. Thank you for being a wonderful Patreon subscriber and keeping us jacasses in three steady dollars a month, baby. I love uh, that there's, a, there's a, a, a pill dispenser on your table. What what what, what happens now? It's really none of your goddamn okay. business. Oh. Listen, Coachella girl, what have we learned about you? Everything you say you are, you're the opposite of. Oh. I ended on the word of. Do you oh, see that? I, know, I did catch it. I used to be a proofreader. I, those things don't get by me. Oh. Mm. Um, me, they don't get by. No, that's, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. That's not a thing, no. Oh, oh, I forgot that we have to ask you the question that we ask all of oh, our I'm um, I'm very special guests. I'm so nervous. And I should have told you this ahead of time. You now you're going to have to like speak off I'm the cuff. I'm going to need to lie down for a half hour. As opposed I to the rest of this. Yeah. All right. So, so relax your sphincter. Here uh, comes the question mm. that we ask every one of our guests. What is the best piece of advice you have ever received? Take the fucking note. No, I and don't then know. write a book about <laughs> it, damn it. it. Oh, good God. Now, this can be personal, professional. Honestly, I think take the note is a, a very good piece of advice. I, you want a serious answer? Yeah, sure. Um, I used to really get frustrated like when someone wasn't doing a good job. And somebody <laughs> once said, uh, I, mean, I mean, you know, no offense. No offense. Um, <laughs> I'm in the room. I'm, I can hear what you're saying. No, someone once said to me, I just try to remember nobody's ever trying to do a bad job. And that's made me a little bit more gentle towards people who are not doing a good job. Oh, yeah. that's an absolute lie. Listen, I, I, I brought down the room. <laughs> I, 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 How I, dare I, you have a moment of sincerity I on this comedy podcast? No, I, it really, that, I, it's helped me to be a little less No gen- one's ever trying to be a shit. Nobody's ever trying to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so it's loosened your grip. And I hope you'll remember that when you watch my acting. Oh. I'm not trying to do a bad job. It just comes naturally. You know what? The next book is going to be Michael Kostrop, Stumbling Forward. <laughs> Stumbling Uphill. You know, Oprah, when I first wrote the book, <laughs> I wasn't even trying to write a book. That bitch ain't going to talk to you. She got Megan and Harry. She, she don't need you now. She doesn't need me. Oh, thank you so much, Michael Kostroff, for being such an amazing guest. Do I have to leave? Socials. Please, God, do. Where can the people find you on oh, your social media? Oh, I don't media? want to do it. Just you, look, you're on Clubhouse now. Pretend yeah, to be a on... professional. Uh, uh, oh, God. Uh, my Twitter is uh, at the real Kostroff. Okay. K-O-S-T-R-O-F-F. Because I was impersonated, which is like the most famous thing I can tell you. Oh, and my God. You had like it, a troll? It was creepy. I was, uh, somebody created a Michael Kostroff account. I'm like, like, really, you could have, you need to aim higher, pal. How did they talk about, like, how did they speak in your voice? They just created it and let it sit there, which was even scarier. They never posted? No. They were trying to use it as leverage for the day that they were like, someday he's going to join Twitter and he's going to have to pay me $5.95 to get this. 
<laughs> Someday he might be, be famous. Wow. Um, um, oh, God, the socials. What else? Oh, the most important uh, social of all. You're on Cameo. Not anymore. Oh, no. Oh. Why? It felt a little too hookery for me. Oh, oh to say happy birthday to Joan? For Christ's sake. No, here's what started happening. Fuck I, I, I don't mind... <laughs> I don't mind saying happy birthday to Joan. People said, now, it's my cousin's birthday. Here's the script I wrote for you that I'd like you to perform as Maury Levy from The Wire. I'm like, no, I don't, I'm not allowed to do that. Okay, I, that feels a little dance for grandma. It was, a li- it was very dance for grandma, and I was like, for, for $27, yeah, I'm, me- <laughs> I'm not doing this. I was about to say, meanwhile, I'm not above it if $75 is involved. No, I, yeah. it, it, was, it, was cre- it wasn't for me. It was too creepy. I've done sadder things. Yeah. I've done a set for $10 in somebody's house. You know, like, uh, no shame in the game. You're right, that's sadder. But yes. still. Uh, <laughs> and not, that's going to be my book. But we're not book. all you. I did, my book will be called, I Did This Shit for Money. <laughs> There's no one sadder than me. <laughs> yes. The Aaron McGuire story. Stumbling down. The Aaron- <laughs> <laughs> so mine is stumbling forward and yours is, is, is yeah, stumbling Yeah, it's stumbling down. sideways. They forgot to tell me about the secret. How to make moment. lateral moves in your career so you can never move forward or backwards. <laughs> Climbing down the ladder. Hourly employee. <laughs> At this time, WMTV, Madison, Wisconsin, now concludes its broadcast day.